Hi, welcome to Red Pants the podcast. It's a podcast for people who are curious about starting a business or growing a business and people who are just plain curious. My name is Amy. I run Jim Rock Consultancy, which is a communications consultancy that is looking to do good in the world. So I like to say that I fell into communications. And the reason I say that is because after I left university, I had a blog for a little while. I had a go at photography. I really enjoyed talking to people. I did some voluntary work in doing some email marketing and dabbled a little bit in social media. Um, and I really started doing some of the elements of communications and, and marketing um, by accident. There were just areas that I was interested in. And I remember talking to a friend before I got my first job in communications about the things that I wanted to do. And she said that that was going to be a job in seven different hobbies. And thankfully, I found a communications job because I didn't know that communications and marketing existed. I didn't know what they were. Um, and I, I found the job and it was everything that I wanted it to be. And it was also making a difference in people's lives, which is really important to me. So I spent just over eight years working for a number of different companies in the public sector, in charity, and also in private sector, in communications and marketing. And I learned a lot. I had a great time working for um, the different companies that I did. Um, but I always had in the back of my mind that I wanted to uh, build a business, start a business, or be a consultant, a communications consultant. And so when my final job came to an end, um, that is something that I decided was time. It was time to give it a go. And so just over a year ago, that's what I did. It was really scary and it was really nerve wracking. I didn't know what it was gonna look like to actually start a business. Um, I had already done some thinking about it over the years and I had some Google documents with what what kind of services I might offer and, and so I took those and started taking those further. I looked at you know what my business could offer, who my business was going to be in terms of branding and visual identity, what values that I wanted to instill in my business that were really important to me. Um, I would need to set up legally, how I would need to manage finances, what kind of clients I wanted to go for. I was really looking at everything that I, I felt that I needed to do. And I knew the name that I was going to have. I knew I was going to be Jim Rock Consultancy from the get-go because that was a name that my husband and I had come up with a few years previous and we've already bought the domain like this was kind of something that really was in the works for a long time before I really started but it was still really scary and I had loads and loads of questions about how other people did things and actually was it right to do it the same way as other people and and what was their experience of doing it and I, I was able to ask a few people those kinds of things but at the same time, they were running businesses and I didn't really want to pester them with my questions of, you know, oh, which bank do you go with? And do you have an accountant? And how do you manage your finances? And what software do you use for all of these different things? And what do you do for your marketing? What do you do for a website? What website provider do you use? You know, all those kinds of things. So I, I did a lot of research myself and made some decisions about how I was going to set up in the mindset of, 
I can change all of this. I can change this as I go on. I can stop being a sole trader and can be a limited company. I can go and get an accountant or I can change an accountant or I can stop having an accountant. I can change which bank I'm with. I can change which website provider I'm with. So there's all of these decisions you make, but you can change them. But I'm still interested in what other people do and why, because there are lots of different services and ways of doing things because there are lots of different people running lots of different types of businesses. So it's still fascinating to me. But as I was starting this business, there was um, some real soul searching that I needed to do in order to think about what I wanted this business to do and what I wanted it to achieve in the world and how I wanted it to fulfill me and fit me as a person. What is the life that I'm building through this? And so one of the things that I kind of went down was thinking about me, who I am, particularly, you know, the through lines from when I was a kid through being a teenager and a young adult to now. And one of the things that stood out to me is um, that I've never really... It's not that I've not fitted in, but I've not minded standing out in some ways. And one of the ways was when I first went up to secondary school, we did not have school uniform. And so most kids wore jeans and a t-shirt. And actually, I remember family friends advising that I do the same. And generally, you know, most kids did. And, and I did wear jeans and t-shirt, but I also had a pair of red trousers and they were my favourite trousers. And I wore them quite a lot throughout first and second year of uh, secondary school. And I really loved them. And people, kids, would comment on them and um, they wouldn't be bullying or mean comments. They would just be commenting that I was wearing red trousers and, and not wearing what everybody else was wearing. But they made me feel bold and they made me feel like me in a way that jeans and a t-shirt don't do that for me. So when I was thinking about my business and what I wanted it to be, I actually went out and bought, bought a pair of red trousers, which is what I'm wearing now. Um, and they do the same thing for me now. They make me feel bold and they make me feel like me. And there's almost a sense of permission given when I wear them. When I put them on, I feel like I'm allowed to show up in my business and in my work as me, bring the uniqueness that I bring to my work. So I think that's probably something similar that a lot of other people have that allows them to be them, that gives them permission to be them. It might be a saying that they have or a mantra that they repeat to themselves. It might be an item of clothing. It, it might be something else. You know, I think it might be all sorts of different types of things. And I'm going to ask people what their version of uh, my red trousers are. And I realise that I... I'm referring to these as red trousers, but I've called the podcast Red Pants, an Americanism of red trousers, but also I think it's funny. And sometimes you're allowed to do things just because you think it's funny. So I'm going to have conversations with lots of different people about their business and their experiences. And I'm going to ask them um, all sorts of things. Um, and before I ask other people, I thought it was only right that I answer the questions for myself. So the first question is, what is one thing that I wish I had known before starting the business? When you start a business, it feels like this massive giant thing that you are trying to um, 
trying to do this massive mountain or this massive wall you're trying to move or scale, whatever um, metaphor you want to use. Um, but doing things one at a step at a time um, and breaking things into manageable chunks means that you're actually going to make progress. So you're seeing progress every day. It really is that one step at a time. And it's not until you look back at, you know, one month, two months, six months, a year, that you realise, oh gosh, I've, I've done it. I've started a business. I've started doing this thing that I set out to do. And I've managed to make all these decisions that seemed overwhelming and hard. And then other people comment and say, gosh, you're so brave. You're so courageous. You're doing this, this amazing thing. But to you, it's like, oh, I yeah, I, I guess it is. But I, it's one step at a time. So it now no longer feels like this big, massive thing, which actually is something that then is very difficult to celebrate because it's like, oh, yeah, well, that wasn't that hard. <laughs> so another question that I'm going to ask people is what mistake would they go back and tell themselves when they were first starting that they should not make or something that they should not do. And for me, it's about this need to get things right and get things perfect the first time. And that's not very helpful because it doesn't necessarily give me the space that I need in order to learn and improve and do things. So that's a really big one for me. And another thing is being worried about what people think of me and my business, which again, logically, I know is ridiculous because I'm the only one that's thinking of myself as much as this. Everybody else is getting on with their lives. So another question I'm going to ask people is, um, what have they found the hardest? And for me, that's conflict. Now, I don't like conflict. I'm not very good at dealing with conflict with myself and actually don't have to do that very often. What I mean here is when you are external to a project and to a client that you are working with and there is conflict internally, navigating that can be really hard. And by conflict, I I don't mean big bust ups and big fights and that kind of thing. It could be literally somebody wants something to be red, somebody else wants it to be blue and working externally to that and not really necessarily being um, having a relationship with those two individuals to help them steer through in the way that I might normally do if I was in house has been quite an adjustment for me. Another question I'll ask is how people motivate themselves. I find I'm really motivated to do things when I know that I'm serving and it's going to have tangible results for real people, which is why I'm creating a business that aims to do good in the world, because that's how I motivate myself. Um, and that's what I want to do. But I also think that inspiration is really key here, that sometimes we can feel that we get a little bit dried up and to go and find some way of inspiring ourselves is really important. And so whether that is going to a museum or a gallery or experiencing a show or something new and fresh, going out and spending some time in nature or people watching, there's all sorts of ways to find um, a little bit of inspiration to, to freshen your creative juices. The next question is what is exciting you the most at the moment? And for me, there are two things. The first is this podcast. I am very excited about the potential that this holds and also just giving it a go and experimenting. And the second is AI. I, again, the potential is incredible. And I have spent some time trying to upskill myself in terms of knowledge and understanding more about AI. And when you know more, it's less scary, but also working and using it for myself. Um, there are lots of different ways that it is being used at the moment. But one of the things that I found really helpful is using something like 
ChatGPT to bounce ideas off of. Um, I find that really useful in the last few weeks. And the final question I'll be asking people is another thing that I'm just curious about is what software is the best software that they use? And I'm going to cheat here because I'm going to give you two bits of software that I find really invaluable. And the first one is Notion. It has allowed me to plan and manage my work in a way that nothing else I've ever used has been able to do. It is so um, flexible that I really get to create whatever format or view that I need. And I, I, I find it very helpful for having multiple different clients and managing the, the changing workload between all of those and being able to view stuff in a way that works for me in, in different ways that I need. So whether that is a, a visualized timeline, kind of Gantt chart thing, whether that is today's task list or the, just the priorities that I need to get through today or breaking stuff down for the different projects um, or even seeing what I worked on this week and being able to, to quickly write a report for the client of this is what I did. It's super helpful. The second one is a time tracking app that I use called Toggle. Um, I use the free version and it has all the capabilities that I have needed so far from tacking time against different clients and different projects within those different clients and also looking at where I spend my time working on my business. So over the next few episodes, I have some really interesting people lined up to talk to. One of them is my husband. I will be asking him to share about his experience and his perspective with me starting a business. And I think he'll have some real useful insight for people who are perhaps a little bit nervous about the impact that starting a business will have on their loved ones. Another interviewee that I have lined up is somebody that I've been having some really interesting conversations with about failure and reframing failure in a way that is going to be really useful for us and is making me think about how I think about giving myself room to fail. And another person that I have lined up is somebody who I really admire in how they create and maintain boundaries and I'm going to be talking to them about that exactly. I think they're, they're gonna drop some real truth bombs for us. And I've got a lot more episodes and ideas lined up, but I'd also love to hear from you about what you would love um, me to ask people, any questions you have, and any other feedback that you have on this. So thank you for listening right to the very end. I think this has the real potential to be a community of people who are on a similar journey and want to share and learn from each other. I'll see you next time.